Welcome to Storytime with Uncle Reddit, a podcast where I read some of the best posts from across Reddit and around the web. Each episode is a collection of funny content that includes subjects like tales from tech support, entitled parents, choosing beggars, pro-revenge, and more. Today's episode is all about tales from tech support. Well, hey guys, welcome back to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. Yep, looks like I'm back on track now. It's uh, Sunday evening, getting Monday's episode ready, and uh, yeah, hairy shoulders. Go ahead and get it out of your system. Now that that's done. Yep, spent the afternoon uh, working at the shop and then uh, came home and worked on rebuilding the front screen door, which my wife's wreath already poked a hole in on the front door. Fabulous. But anyway, I'm feeling better, a little more rested, allergies have eased up a little bit. My back still hurts, but eh, whatever. All right, enough of me jaw jacking. Let's read some stories. Business points fingers. Senior dev breaks them off. Ooh, violent. Business doesn't keep track of their documentation very well, and coupled with a lot of turnover, results in large volume of blaming IT when results aren't what they wanted. After many meetings and reviews, business declares that the system must be fixed or face consequences. The system isn't broken, it's doing what the business requested, and it also logs all the actions it takes. Senior developer finally has enough and modifies the logging process to track actions by project. It didn't take long for the business to come pointing fingers again. This time, senior developer pulled up the log files, showed everyone the project number, pulled up the requirements, and then asked what was the issue when the system is doing exactly what the requirements said to do. Business backpedaled and stopped the meeting. Business incompetence begins to show, and they started to go after each other, playing the blame game. IT now just sits back and just waits for the next change. Senior developer says they fixed the system, the business. It's awesome when everybody and their grandmother's using you for a scapegoat and you get to turn the tables and show that it's somebody on your end messing up and then uh, watch them eat their own. Life is good. You'll never guess what brought down our network today. Our company's corporate office internet and phone connections were down all day today. Finally, in the last few minutes of the day, my supervisor, who's the head of IT department, called me with our telecom company on the line, and they told me and my IT coworker that they had found that a certain IP address was causing the entire network to go down. It was pushing our main network server to over 75% CPU use. Wow. Single-digit percentages were normal. So we go through unplugging network cables all throughout the office until finally there's one where they say, That's it! That's the one! But it was a docking station, so we reconnected the docking station and started unplugging things that were connected to it. Finally, we unplugged the thing that seemed to be the cause of all our problems. It was a wired mouse. I don't understand. Was... Okay. How does a mouse do that unless maybe the button's stuck? But there's no... Didn't they say it was a docking station? Like, they didn't say there was a laptop hooked to it or anything. So, like, I don't get it. If you guys get this, let me know. I looked at the comments down below and I really didn't get much of a hint. Uh, of course, I didn't dig too awful deep. But anyway... If you guys know, or if you wrote this story, do me a favor, fill the rest of the gang in down in the comments, would you? Appreciate it. I'm lazy. These monitors need to go now. Hello all, long time lurker, first time poster. You've read all this before. First liner, and only been in the job for a handful of months, so don't really know what I'm talking about. At my company, we're going through a lot of audits right now. And part of that has been cutting down the amount of inventory the IT team has, 
and rebuilding the asset management systems from scratch. The entirety of the old IT team was useless and were replaced with us. We got close to the end of the day this was due by and were feeling good. A lot of literal trash had been thrown out. What was too valuable to throw out was organized. New asset management system was in place and we were 99% confident everything was on there. It was then that the head of the audit asked about the IT inventory that was in the basement. We didn't even know we had anything down there, so we went and checked it out. We found probably around 150 older 22-inch monitors, oh my gosh, and started freaking out. We had no idea where they came from. It wasn't on old asset management at all. We were informed that we couldn't just throw them out either, and that they had to be responsibly recycled, but we didn't have the time to organize that before the audit anymore. After a ton of bickering between different departments, I came up with the idea of just emailing everyone in the office and saying they were free to collect. Take as many as you want. To my surprise, this was signed off. I thought we would get rid of a handful and have to start driving to every charity shop in town to donate what was left over the weekend. Not even a minute after sending that email, we had a queue going all the way out of the basement and probably about an hour later, we managed to shift every single monitor. These people went insane for these monitors. They were probably worth less than 100 pounds each. Lesson learned, people love free stuff. People do love free stuff. I love free stuff. Although, free stuff that I can use. There have been times in my life where I've said, you know, I think I can use that someday. That's why I have a basement full that needs to be gone through right now. Old tools, materials, wood. Although wood, as much as wood costs right now, man, I'm about ready to start gluing sawdust back together and seeing if I can make my own wood. Subnet and mask are the same thing right? So I admittedly am not the most intelligent man in the world. You and me both. I have no college degree and my education has been experience and certifications. I work in a company that installs hardware and software for certain municipalities. The IT guys I work with are great, very highly educated and make way more than me. However, out of the last five cases I've worked, three of them have come down to the below conversation. Me. So the device has to be on the same subnet as the computer. Them. Well, you can't have two devices on the same subnet. Me. What? Them. Yeah, once we give them the same subnet, they have a conflict, like a MAC address. Okay, so admittedly, I had to look something up. Again, not the most intelligent, but I tend to learn and can adapt. Me. I think I might have something confused. When you look at the network for the PC, it should be xxx.xxx.123.02. The device we installed is programmed for blah blah blah.01. I'm seeing the PC is now pinging at 02. Them, yeah, we moved the PC. But we changed the subnet so they'll be the same. Me, okay, that screws up the configuration when you move it. What parts did you change to make it on the same subnet? Them, well, we changed it to 255. You can see it in the network settings. I look, different subnets. They changed the subnet mask to be the same. Me. I still don't know a tactful way to respond. Alright, completely honest, I have no idea. I got nothing. But I can totally relate to OP here. Uh, you know, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, but I can learn and I can adapt and uh, I get by. Google helps. Not being totally stupid helps. And again, anybody who would like to explain this whole scenario to us down in the comments, feel free because, yeah, I got nothing on this one. Papers, please. When I joined a former employer, I was given the task of replacing the paper on their photocopiers, all 20 of their photocopiers, across a huge campus. 
Every photocopier was used regularly and needed replacing around two to three times a day. They were locked with an individual key specific to that photocopier. After only a few days, I spoke with management to query as to why I was assigned to this task as it was taking up a significant period of my time for such a needless task, and I was one of only two technicians employed for over 1,200 users. Their response was that they don't trust their users to fill up the paper trays correctly and that the task was imperative to my role. Let's just say I didn't stay at that organization for very long. It's sad, but there are so many people who cannot be trusted to load paper into a machine. Half of them can't be trusted to click print to begin with or make a copy. But honestly, instead of a tech, I would have hired uh, an intern or something and just basically have them do that all day. Just make the cycle, you know, like you said, two to three times, make your rounds, make sure everything's full. And uh, then if there's downtime, you can have them fill in some other stuff, but there's no need in paying a tech of any type who has any kind of experience or brains, whatever, um, to do paper filling duties. So I don't know. I wouldn't do it. Parts Cannon. We had contracts with our major suppliers. They would provide next day support for all hardware issues. The fix provided was exactly the same every time. We called it the parts cannon. The parts cannon came in three different types. Type 1, fire everything. A technician would pull the permanent storage drive, throw it into a new machine, and call it done. Type 2, strip and fire. A technician would bring, <laughs> a, technician would bring a few tools, strip out to the specific broken part of our office, and replace it. Type 3, misfire. The technician would turn up, claim the fix was too complicated to complete on site, and attempt to take the machine with them. These were the worst. As a board IT office, we'd play a game. The vendors always managed to send a different person. So, guess how long the technicians worked for the vendor? We'd each get to watch the entire fix from our desk, then shout out a guess as to the number of months. It was always weeks and months. The technician had been working for the vendor. As the technician was leaving the office, we'd always ask, whoever got closest won. Everyone had a different theory to tell how experienced the vendor's technician was. Sleepy Tech, Sleepy, usually shouted out his guest first. He swore he could tell by the swiftness of how the technician unscrewed the case. Junior Tech usually was the one showing the machine and answering the vendor technician's questions, so he'd try and scope it out by how well they seemed to know part numbers, model numbers, etc. My theory relied on the post-fix testing. If the technician didn't put a single screw back in and tried to hold the components in place while testing, that was an experienced tech, probably three months plus experience. If the technician put the screws back in but didn't put the covers back on, probably two months. If the technician put every screw back, put the covers back on, then tried to turn it back on for testing, well, that's a new technician. It was a stormy day that Junior let in a vendor technician for a board swap out. Junior, here's the machine for you. Vendor, ah, perfect, let's get this over with. The vendor put his bags down and grabbed a screwdriver. He deftly started taking the screws off the machine, only looking up when he heard a shout from across the room. Sleepy. Four! Vendor, huh? <laughs> oh my god. It's funny, sorry. Junior. Oh, don't mind him. Say, what's the next model up from this one again? Vendor was taking out the old board. Vendor. Up from this one? Oh, you'd be looking at the next range up. Unfortunately, this one was the biggest they made in this chassis. Junior. Two! The vendor looked at Junior strangely after he'd shouted out two seemingly to the void. He started putting the new board back in. After attaching the cords, he looked like he was going to power it on. Zero screws. I decided to call out from my office. Me. Six. 
As soon as the power reached the board, a pop was heard. Smoke started rising up. Junior reflexively unplugged the power. Vendor, oh no, the magic smoke. Junior, the what? I walked out of my office and over to the table. The new board was fried. Me, darn, the angry pixies really got that board, huh? Vendor, yeah, must have been a bad board. Don't worry, I got another one somewhere. Vendor dug into his bag and found another board. He unplugged the burnt board and put in the new one. Vendor, let's give that another go. As soon as the power was turned back on, we heard another pop. The smell of burning electronics once again filled the office. Vendor, well, crap. Me, yeah, looks like something else might be wrong. Vendor went out to his van and came back with a huge stack of parts. Vendor, sorry guys, this might take a little while. I looked it up. These newer boards aren't compatible with your older periphery board, so we're going to have to replace almost everything. Me, I'll leave you to it. Thankfully, it was a fixed price contract. I watched from my desk as much like the ship of Theseus, everything was replaced. Eventually, the vendor screwed everything back in and went for the power. Vendor, it boots. After everything was packed up, Junior started leading the vendor out of the office. Junior, so vendor, how long have you worked for vendor? So we don't get to know? Like, what's the answer? How long had it been working for the vendor? I feel so incomplete now. I gotta say, the first place my mind went as soon as the first guy, Sleepy, yelled out four, um, I golf occasionally, about once every 10, 15 years. Anyway, I golfed enough when I was younger that the, if somebody yells four, I don't care. I could be standing in the middle of the mall. I'm going to duck. And it's just, it's just a reflex for me. So anyway... Well, OP, if you're watching this, how long did he work for the vendor? You've been listening to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. If you enjoy this content, be sure to follow my podcast. I upload new episodes at least three times a week.